Love Talk Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Tony Stalls Live. Tony Stalls Live is brought to you by Love Talk Radio. Hosted and produced by the soul of America Radio, LLC. Thank you. 
West. This is the Soul of America Radio.
Welcome to the Soul of America Radio Worldwide, Coast to Coast Talk Radio. Tony Stallings coming up next. Till then, check this out. You're going to hear the pages turn.
Thank you. 
right here on the Soul of America Radio. And man, we got a lot of stuff coming up tonight. Just thought I'd just spend some records, as they used to say in the 70s, and uh, get you guys in the mood. We got some talk radio. This is a talk radio network. We believe in bringing you to the best. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. I'm your host, Tony Stalin. Just chill. Hang with us. We got more coming up.
But you gotta love a child who at uh, what what how old was she, Chris? Twelve years old, looked on television and saw the Olympics and said, "That's what I want to do right there. I want to be an Olympian." That's what she said. Now, when I was twelve, I wanted to go to Alabama State and get in the band, but she wanted to be an Olympic gold medalist. Now, here's the problem: out of all of the Olympic hopefuls. She made the grade. She made the grade and went to London, England to participate in the show, in the uh, the Olympics. I am so tired of social media dictating to us how we live, how we think, what we talk about. It has gone too freaking far. I'm tired of it. People would rather dig into that. Facebook and Twitter junk that they read and believe that before they will believe anything else. They'll go to church on Sunday and sit there two or three hours, can't wait to get out so they can go real read the real news on Twitter and Facebook. I see them checking it in church. They're looking at checking Twitter in church. The man's preaching. They're checking Twitter. I've seen that. I checked it myself. I ain't gonna lie, but I had to get. I had to. <laughs> I had to ask God. I, I had to just shut my phone off. You know, it buzzes, and I look down in the middle. Of, beyond that, I I don't do that. It's wrong. But anyway, let me tell you what really burned me up and caused this show to come about. Now, I don't know how many of you listening. Um, and I'm not going to take calls right now. I'm going to get uh, that um, 205-837 in just a minute because uh, I was expecting that call. But I don't I don't know how many of you kept up with this, but it did to me. It, I kept up with it because it burned me up. It burned me to the core. 16 years old, she, her dream comes true. She's been training all her life. She finally gets to the Olympic, Olympics over in London, okay? Now, all of a sudden, I started hearing in an Ebony magazine, T.F. Carlton did an article about it, saying that reports of black women, black women hating on Gabby Douglas's hair surfaced. Right? Articles claiming that black women have fixated on Gabby's hair have sparked an unusual discussion. But is it really black women who are obsessed with her hair, or is it the media? Check this out. All of this stuff came from one blog, one blog, that mentioned some things about her needing a gel and brush, hair intervention, and something about it being nappy because she had to represent. Okay. Who? Who? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. Th- that was what that one blog said. So now we got, what happened was somebody saw that and tweeted it on Twitter. Retweeted it and retweeted it and retweeted it. And that was it. The blog, that was just that one blog. So, now we've got this exaggerated crap about her hair. No, no, there are not a bunch of black women 
hating on her hair. You've been had. You've been hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled, led astray, run amok. That's what social media does for us. That's what it's doing to us. It's bamboo, just like Malcolm X said, we've been led astray. Listen, this girl was 16 years old, had her dream come true, and instead of us talking about her being the the uh, first, uh, matter of fact, she was the first American, I didn't say African-American, the first American gymnast to get both the group, the, the, the group, the team and the individual gold medal. She was the first African American to get the gold medal. Man, this girl is sixteen and in the history books. By the time by, by the time she was washing the dirt off her feet from that night, she had endorsements from people throwing stuff at her up to ninety million dollars. And all we could do was get our butts on Facebook and Twitter and retweet this bullcrap. You know, Martin Luther King talked about a dream, right? Wake up. The dream is over, baby. Wake up. He didn't say go to sleep. This Twitter and Facebook has its purpose. I'm on there quite a bit. Um, I'm, I'm commingling and whatever. But people, when you go to getting your news and your life from Facebook and Twitter, something is wrong. Something somewhere is wrong. And in um, in sports sportyafro dot com, who continues, and even even my reporting it tonight, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. People are regurgitating this crap about this young lady. They're regurgitating it. All over the place. The main thing is is that all of these articles, all of these things that are talking about it, are talking about one blog. You know, there's a spread. Let me tell you, this is an example of how social media and the media increasingly drives content and conversation in traditional media. So now, after that little push in the the social media world, the media grabs it. They say, oh, my God, this is hot. Look at here, fellas, they're talking about a hair. They forgot about the gold. They start looking at the hair. So traffic-obsessed blogs right? truck in sensationalistic racism and sexism, uh, whatever they can come up with to get the hits. They just wanted the hot stories. Now, Gabby's MVP role in the United States women's team goal was noticeably overlooked by the media. Commentators, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to stay in here for a minute. I, some of you, this you might not give a rip. This might be boring to you. I don't care. Find another station to listen to. Tune in. Go do something else if this bothers you, because I got this. Gabby's, let me tell you, commentators bothered, who bothered, <laughs> bothered to mention Gabby bef- who, 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 before her all-around triumph 
often framed her as undisciplined and unreliable. And she was outperforming that other girl, what's her name, Chris, Weaver, uh, several times this year and earned the highest score of the Olympic trials and qualifiers. Even now, they're still criticizing her. Well, that's, that's beside the fact. They don't have to do that. We're doing it. Now, let's turn the tables a little bit. Now they're attacking her family. They were less than 24 hours after she got the gold medal, I, and I see a, I see a bunch of people out there waiting to get on tonight, and I and I'm going to get to you. Uh, I'm just kind of ranting right now. I see you, area code three three four, area code seven zero seven eight zero six. I see you. Um, less than 24 hours after she got the gold medal, they're focusing on her family's personal life, her financial struggles, uh, her personal family situations. Can you believe that? They've been subject to the journalism of this crap. It's social media. They said that she was, she hadn't, she, <laughs> they said that her dad was a deadbeat dad that left her mom. That wasn't the case. Read up on it. Find out the truth. I'm just, the reason I'm focusing on Gabrielle Douglas is because she's just a good example of how the media is dictating. You know, we'll let the media tell us something before we will believe it in the Bible. We can read it. I hear it in church. It don't mean nothing. The minute we get out there and get a tweet, you know, it, it, I, I guess it would be good if if the pastor just tweeted everybody on Sundays because that's where we get our information from. Seems like to me. Look, um, I'm going to take a break here because I'm getting worked up. Uh, in a minute, I'm going to come back with some uh, with some uh, information and some other stuff coming up, and uh, hang around. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Coast to Coast Talk Radio. From the soul of America Radio. Stallings Live on SOAR, and you can also listen to Dr. Bo Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time or 9 Eastern. Dr. Bo, or Big Easy as we call him, helps us foster healthy relationships. Also, we've got a new show coming up called Oh Hell No Devil. It is a gospel show that's going to give you a raw edge on Christian gospel, the word. It's bold, it's powerful, it's raw. Not like you've ever heard before. So we've got some other programming issues coming up on the Soul of America Radio. Thank you for listening. We're heading back to Tony Stallings Live. Give me a call at 323-784-9638. And if you're listening by phone right now and want to speak, press 1. 
Um, and then we've got, oh, my God, let me tell you all something, man. I, and, and I see you all out there, and, and like I said, I'm going to get to everybody eventually after I get through with this uh, the stuff i got to say tonight because I'm way behind. But, oh, my God, a couple of days ago, I don't, don't even remember who it was or when it was, um, I met these young ladies that that really uh, was fired up about the Lord and said, well, you know, I want to. They wanted to talk to me about a show. Well, as some of you know, I've had a lot of different people uh, approach me with show ideas, um, and uh, I just hadn't just hadn't hadn't acted on it, hadn't gotten around to it, or whatever. And I, and I met these young ladies, and um, they were on fire, man. I'm telling you, they they presented something that kind of was a little different to me. And as you heard in the commercial. Um, you know, I, I go for I, I like something different on SOAR, and we have messages. We try to like, like the mission of SOAR is to give you accurate and detailed and truthful information, and that goes for the gospel. I, I lots of you have uh, contacted me about us having a show geared toward the gospel, the word, and so forth. And I don't. I, I just. I, I kind of waited around because I was toying with doing something myself, and I asked some friends of mine about it, and they were like, "Man, that would be lovely. You know, we would love that." So anyway, I met these young ladies, and I was very impressed with uh, with what they were telling me, and and very powerful. And in fact, they preached. <laughs> I sat in there. We sat in there about two hours, and and, and I was ready to pass the plate. <laughs> it wouldn't stop. It didn't stop preaching. It wouldn't stop, man. It was like I was in a Baptist church. But it was a blessing to me, and uh, and I asked them if they would, uh, you know, they they are bored uh, with the sore uh, family now, and I had really kind of promised myself I was going to keep it on the minimum. But this is just too much, man, I'm telling you. And um, the name of these young ladies are Tony and Evelyn. And so they're going to be uh, uh, on a show, and I'm going to let you, I'm going to let them tell you the show because I don't cuss on my station. <laughs> I'm going to let them tell you the show name. But uh, I, I have I have them on the phone now, and uh, they're going to tell us a little bit more about it. I'm excited. They're excited. We was up to 11, 12 o'clock talking about it and called each other. And uh, I was up to 3, 4 in the morning uh, working on stuff. So I believe I have Tony on the phone. Tony? Hi, Tony. Hey. Now, you know I'm Tony with a Y. you Tony with an I. I'm Tony with an I. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Glad to have you. Is Evelyn with you or is she not with you? Okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Look here, I I met you and your husband and and Evelyn, man. It was off the chain. We had a ball, and uh, I'm I'm just excited about it. So I'm gonna let you have the floor and just sort of like tell us this what you told me. But you know we're gonna keep it under three hours this evening. What is it okay. that? 
I know you said you started a book, and I, I want you to tell them about that, but how did you get this concept? So tell them a little bit about, about the show, because you presented it to me, and I fell in love with it. Tell us a little bit about what, what we can expect, the name of the show, and uh, when we can expect to hear it from you. Oh, hell no, came about about personal uh, troubles in life. And as I study the Bible, I see that we serve a good God, but also there's a devil on the loose. Mm. And there's the real enemy behind our troubles. We tend to focus more on the trouble instead of the troublemaker. We tend to focus more on the people instead of the devil, just mm. like with the with Gabby and her issues. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it her or is it you? Mm-hmm. It goes back to you need to search within yourself. What would make you look at a 16-year-old child and not applaud her achievements and come up with her hair instead of letting the devil use you and influence you to come against her with the words of your mouth instead of coming against him with the words of your mouth? Mm-hmm. So it's just time out for us focusing on the troubles and creating trouble and come against the troublemaker with the words of our mouth. We have the power. We have authority. Jesus has given us everything we need, and it's time to rise up and take that authority. But I see more Christians that are coming casualties of war with just foolish things like gossip, just gossip. It's time to use the words to come against his kingdom, the devil's kingdom, because there is a devil on the loose. People don't want to talk about the devil, but Jesus talks about him all the time. He came to destroy his work, not to create, influence his work, but to tear down his work. So that's how, oh, hell, no devil came about. No, you, you, you said that too fast. What was the name of that? Sh- What's the name of the show? Oh hell no, devil! There you go. You got to say it with some emphasis, like oh hell, oh, hell no, hell no, devil! <laughs> you can't have my children. You can't have my finances. You can't have my husband. You can't have me. Oh hell no, devil! And you know I like that because if somebody were to come up and ask me, you know, if I, you know. Um, uh, do you mind if I slap your child? I, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna say. Well, of course I, I don't. I, I mind if you slap my child. I'm like, oh hell no. And, no. and and you were explaining to me that that's where you got your passion from. And tell me more about the, the book you're working on. My book is dealing with um, spiritual elements because we we tend to focus more on the things that's going on in the natural instead of things that are going on in the spiritual world. But everything that um, appears in the natural starts in the spiritual. So you have to stop it where it starts. And my book is about the spirit, from the spirit to the natural, from the inside out, not from the outside in. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we as Christians need to be more focused on the things that are happening from within. I mean, that spiritual world, that world that we have to look beyond and fight there. 
So that's what my book is about. Well, when can we expect to get you aboard? I'm I'm anxious. Uh, it'll be sometimes this month. I think we got it worked out. We're gonna nail down a date, yes. right? Very soon. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Very soon, because you know. Hopefully next Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna you know we're gonna nail it down and we're gonna post it all over Twitter, <laughs> all yes. over the place to get people's attention. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Um, to to my to to the audience that um, that you know and I remember what was that I I did on Facebook one time I posted something uh, that I said was positive and right. I used it in a positive light and we can use these things in negative or positive lights and right. and and so that will be a good thing because your show, I think the show is going to be off the chain I love the concept you know and that is so true and me and you shared me you evelyn and donnell shared the fact that when uh and i'm not gonna preach but when jesus was on the boat you know he was asleep he was tired i know he was tired because he fell asleep right. a stern yeah. he had to have been tired i mean doggone tired and yeah. then so when they got into the trouble he didn't even wake up with, with the boat but when they woke him up we were talking about this he, you know, the Christians, average Christians these days, when you, you know, wake them up, they say, well, child, we're going to have to speak in tongues. We're going to have to uh, hold hands and pray. We're going to have to fast. We're going to have to call upon. No, no, no. He got up and did exactly what you said. He started using his mouth. And so that's the kind of teaching that I, I'm, I'm looking forward to coming from your show. And uh, we're gonna nail down a time and get it get it started. And I I appreciate you. I apologize for getting you on so late. I had a very 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 bad technical issue earlier, and uh, my staff worked it out, which was my twelve year old son. <laughs> right. We got it worked out. And uh, anything else you want to tell uh, uh, listeners about your show before we move on? Well, I would like to make a comment. It's about your show, about uh, rap music. And I want something to say. You said um, you weren't there to bash rap music, but to expose the demonic elements behind the music. Mm -hmm. And I like that because I'm not here to bash uh, problems. I'm here to expose the devil. I'm here to expose the troublemaker not, you know, talk about your troubles. We we have troubles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's time to use your words, the words of your mouth, to mm-hmm. come against the troublemaker instead of each other. It's right. time to expose the devil for who he really is. Jesus right. said he came to steal, kill, and destroy. Only we can stop him from killing, stealing our kids through music, movies, Right. personal influences. It's time for us as Christians to stand up and fight the good fight of faith. Using the sword of the spirit, the word of God, it's time to be real. Keep it mm-hmm. real in the body of Christ. We don't need another hoop and holler sermon. We need mm-hmm. to see some real manifestations. It's time to take back our lives, our kids, our finances, and control because we do have the authority. And you know, I can't prove it. I probably could if I just sat down long enough. But that's 
you know, that's why I think the devil came against this show I did tonight so hard because I had so much stuff prepared. And that's why I just got right into it. And I sounded a little angry because I wasn't angry at the problem. I was angry at the demon behind the problem because I was supposed to do this show at 8 o'clock and then get into it a little later. We discussed it, how I was going to do it. But this issue came up that was beyond my control. And let me just say this. I'm, while I, I'm, I, this, this is something I passionately feel, Tony. Social media, Twitter, Facebook, um, music, all of this stuff is good. All of it. Yeah. It's all good. But let me just say this. In this, Gab- in this Gabby Douglas situation, and that's why I stressed on it so much to, to bring this point home, and I want to ask you if you agree, it looks like to me it wasn't the blog, it wasn't the people gossiping. If you really are a spiritual person and you believe what the Bible says, there were demonic forces working behind this thing. And it ain't just Gabby Douglas. It ain't just um, their marriages being destroyed because of Twitter and Facebook and, and, and yeah. the demonic elements and some music and all the GPS locations on the phone and all of the technical stuff that's going on now, there is a demonic element behind it. And like with hip-hop music, there are parents that will cut off the radio at home or their child's radio and say, I don't want you, I don't want you listening to that crap. That's, that music is crap. No, it's yeah. not the music that they need to be worried about. It's the force behind force the music, behind. right? Do you agree? I agree 100%. Even with what you see on TV, how does he get in? How does the devil get in? He's not going to come knock on your door and say, I want your kids. He comes through TV. He comes through music. He comes through personal influences. And, and, and the thing about it is, the, tweet, the, the tweeting generation and the Facebook generation is a ministry, in my opinion. Now, you can use that that ministry any way you want. But if we don't get off our our behinds, like you're saying, and start speaking the positive and let this other crap come out from under the rock and manifest and grow, then I believe that we're on a path that's going to lead us to places beyond our recognition. And I'm going to give you this example, and I'm going to let you go because I know you you were hanging on a while. But okay. I, I think I told you this a while ago. It's it's a ministry, Tony. And um, I was at a gas station, and I heard uh, this foul music. You know, people, they love to pull up, these young kids at gas stations, open their doors, open their trunks, and cut their music up as loud as possible. And it's usually not Yolanda Adams that they're listening to. Oh, no. But what bothered me was I saw some, what, five, six-year-olds in the back seat listening to this filthy music that was degrading women, that was using filthy, filthy language. They knew this thing word for word, verse for verse, syllable by syllable. And I watched them repeat the curse words from this song, 
And I and I realize they speaking this stuff out of their mouth, Tony. They are. That Th- that's what they are saying. Getting in. Yes. That is how he's getting in through music, demonic forces, just like you said, behind the music. Behind the music. If we just focus on behind the movies, behind right. the words, behind it. Who's driving you? Who's using you? Like I've told a couple of people before, don't let the devil use you. Hmm. Don't you let the devil use you. Don't right. let him use you in your marriage. Don't let him use you against your kids. Don't let the devil use you. We have the power. We have the power to come against him because if you don't, he will destroy you. He's not out there to say, oh, well, I'm just going to, play this music, and it's not going to be anything. No, he came to play that music to steal, kill, and destroy your kids. It's time for us to stand up and fight back. But we have everything we need to fight back. We have God's spirit. We have his word. And it's time to use it. Tony, don't you agree? Oh heck yeah, and and I'm 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 gonna move on now and get to some other stuff. But I agree 100 percent, and I'm looking forward to it. You and Evelyn and the crew, uh, welcome aboard. And um, it's oh hell no, devil. <laughs> oh, that's how I said. I said just like that. You know, that's I, right. I, I, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting into it. And I want to thank you for coming out. Okay. All right. You be blessed, and we're going to be back at you soon. Thank you. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. I got more coming up. I'm going to rant. you're listening by phone right now and want to speak to the host, you can press 1. If you're listening on the internet and want to join in on the conversation via phone or listen, you can dial 323-784-9638. That's 323-784-9638. You can listen or you can join in by pressing 1 right here on the Soul of America Radio.
instead of focusing on this young lady and her accomplishments, you've all been talking about these fictitious women that are not talking about her hair. Yeah, they got the nerve all over YouTube, uh, doing video after video. Uh, but my video is in response to this video that talked about Gabby's, the people talking about Gabby's hair. And my video is in response to that video that was in response to my first video. All this bull crap. Over what? Over hair? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, to me, it's just um, I really don't get it. I don't. I don't follow it. And it's Twitter. You know, it's all of that crap. So I don't know. I I feel like personally that each and every person that 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 bothered to take time to do a video on people that were gossiping about her hair needs to have some kind of management, time management training. I don't even get into the thing about what are they worried about her hair for? Because there were no women worried about They Look, look, black women uh, all over the United States now are on these blogs, Twitter, Facebook, dogging out black women. You don't believe me, do you? Let me find my my page here. Hold on just a second. I jotted some of this thing um, down. Uh, here we go. Here's some comments that I found on uh, on social media about this crap. Now listen to this. These are black people typing. It's not the KKK. It's not the Nazi Party. It's not the skinheads. These are black people. They say, here's a comment, I don't understand black women. Do anybody remember Dominique Dawes? Her hair was the same way. But did anybody comment on that? No. Thank you for posting the video. I thought I was the only one pissed at this crap about her hair. Waste of time. Sweetheart, black people are not going to change. We are lost. How about this one? Black women and women in general hate each other. And to me, hate is very powerful. I mean, these people, listen, listen to this. These are, these are people of color talking about other people of color. All right? It's sad. Here's another comment. It's sad that black people are so ignorant that we can't see well, we've won. Black people are ignorant. What does that have to do with this girl winning the gold? Tell me. Here's another comment. Black people are the biggest haters on other black people. That's why black women are bald-headed, always wanting some white woman's hair. <laughs> In other words, I'm not reading these. I'm, believe me, I'm not trying to degrade anybody. These comments came from people reading crap on Twitter and Facebook, accepting it as gospel, and allowing their lives to be led by it. By why this girl is over there getting the gold for the United States. Here's another one. Black people 
have always done this to each other from as far as back as I can remember. I'm thinking the ones who are making these comments about her hair are completely jealous of this young lady's accomplishments. Then here's a young man says that at 16 year old, here's a young woman, 16 year old female, very upset and discouraged <clears throat> that this kind of stuff is being said, and that the youth wonder why our generation, our young people, go nowhere. Maybe if you worried about the superficial things in life, instead of talking us talking down on us and telling us what we should have done, then maybe we could advance somewhere in life. That that's a teenager speaking right there. And my point is and I'm finna get a, I'm finna take a call, uh Eric two oh five in just a, in just about thirty seconds. My point is is that while we're wasting time on this kind of crap, this young lady's winning the goal not only for black people, but for people of all races. And I gotta say something about that too. But first Eric Code 205, you on the air? You wanted to talk tonight? Yes, sir. Mr. Tony, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you tonight? Uh, this, I'm great. I'm great. This is the motivator. I want to share some in, insight on that whole Gary situation. Oh, motivator. Welcome, man. Welcome. Yeah, enlighten us, brother. Okay, well, I, I've, I've been following this myself, and I've actually had uh, an opportunity to talk to someone that's really close to Gary. Um People are making a big, big thing out of this, and what what happened is they figured that um, they didn't understand that this is not your ordinary 16-year-old girl. She She's out-of-the-box kind of person. And so everyone expected her to be the normal 16-year-old black girl. First off, tell me what is the normal 16-year-old black girl. What What is your perception of the normal 16-year-old black girl? I know. Uh, but... Uh, I, I commend Gabby, and I commend her mother because her mother uh, raised this young lady to to be, uh, as you can see, an Olympic gold medalist, you know. But we have to get out of the mindset. The media has made such a big deal out of this only because uh, they, they are upset because uh, it wasn't turned around the way that they wanted it to be. It, it was, I think it was a young lady. I think it was a young lady uh, of the Caucasian race that uh, got on to the bounce thing, and when she flipped off, she fell on her butt, or it was a black African-American man. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I really got upset. This girl went in with a focus. She came in focused, and she knew what she had to do. And people are are just going to hate because she's focused. She is focused, and they can't understand how can somebody be focused. They're used to us. Uh, having situations and issues. Well, that girl Weaver uh, with the makeup on. I think she, if you watched it, she had this eyeliner all the way back. I'm not. I'm not trying to talk about her, but she had this serious eyeliner on. Uh, that that's Weaver. Most of the people were focusing on focusing on her and thinking that she was going to come in there and just simply steal everything. And so, you know, Gabby was the underdog in this situation. Gabby came in, I believe, in my personal opinion, and, I, and I'm not pulling the race card. I promise you I'm not. She came in as the token. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not going to agree or disagree on that, but I will say this. Uh, maybe that's her, her ritual. Maybe she wanted to look a different way. I mean, I've, I've known 
athletes that have some unusual rituals that they do when they perform sports. So I, I personally want to say let's get on from it, let's move from it, and let's let's talk about the fact that this is a 16-year-old girl, mind you, mm-hmm. that went in with a mindset of winning gold and got it. Uh, let's congratulate her. Let's applaud her. Let's honor her. Let's not take this time talking about something pity and stupid as hair and high, um, eyeliner. Let's talk about this 16-year-old girl that did her thing. She went in and did the do. You know, look, if people want to talk about some, some interesting stuff, talk about the Jacksons. Talk about uh, the people that are supposed to be in the media that, that cause these issues on themselves. This young lady went in with simply a ritual and, and, and a desire to win a gold, and that's what she did. Well, motivated, that's my point. There were no black women talking about her hair. There were none. Let me tell you, this thing came out of one blog report, from what I understand, from what I read, uh, according to SportyAfro.com, Monica, Monica Aura. This came from, and Fox News, of course, there was one blog where somebody just kind of casually mentioned about her hair. Now, listen to me. Follow me now. That blog was retweeted was put on Twitter and tweeted and retweeted and retweeted. Then Fox News got it. Fox News put it in the mainstream media. Then it started buzzing and, and trending on Twitter, which led it to Facebook. That's my whole point. That's what my whole show is about. It's not really about Gabby. She just happened to be the one. But motivated, this thing is about people living their life from a tweet. And so all of this stuff came about, all of this focus came about because somebody put in a tweet referencing referencing this blog. And and that's why I still say, like Malcolm said, we've been had hoodwinked, let astray, bamboozled. Because there are no there are no black women talking about our hair, man. There are none. This whole thing was fabricated by the media and social sites to drive hits to their sites. To get to let them get hits so they can put up ad and sell things. Do you do you follow what I'm saying? Now I'm not saying that her hell was bad. That's not even the issue. What's behind it is what's bothering me. It's these people that saw a chance to capitalize and have us tearing at each other like animals, right? Yeah, Taking the focus off of her. That's what bothers me. As a person, as, as a person that's been media for a very long time. I'm I'm here to officially say we come and we uh, we we make what the perception for you guys to think. We give you guys things to think about. We create these things for you, and and I'm here to say, get out of it. Wake up. Think for yourself. That's as simple as I can make it, Tony. We have to start thinking for ourselves. And um, and I, I speak on the behalf of well, no, I won't speak on the behalf because I want a lawsuit. <laughs> but people at Facebook, thank you guys so much, Lee, for uh, making their site even more money because some people were so angry, they actually bought ads, boycotting mm-hmm. uh, these things. I'm talking about like there were black organizations that mm-hmm. were boycotting um, mm-hmm. the fact that media, there were some that were boycotting the fact that the media was helping downgrade this young black girl. Mm-hmm. That, that made a success. So people, please use your own mindset, have your own perception. I, I spoke on that this morning at a function. Mm-hmm. Perception and preparation are two important things you need to understand. I, I think also if people can realize that, 
and uh, like you said, being in the media, that you're going to have, you know, barbers, have people that do hair. You're going to have good barbers, going to have bad barbers, going to have good yeah. mechanics, going to have bad mechanics, going to have good lawyers, bad lawyers. Uh, they're always going to be good and bad on each side of the scale. And, and what I'm referring to now, and maybe I should rephrase that, is not media in general, but there's good media and there's not so good media. Some people, let's just face facts, man. Let's just be honest. Some people use the media at their own discretion for personal gain. That's what I'm talking about tonight. I'm not talking about, uh, maybe I should clear that. I'm glad you said that. I'm not talking about media as a whole, but there's good media and there's bad media. You, you are probably on the side that's good. But these people that are behind this apparently are not. And, in fact, um, on uh, SportyAfro.com, they, well, Ebony, in fact, Ebony has an article on Ebony.com where they reference the fact that it's media-driven. And that's probably what geared my mind toward it. People making money off of a statement at this young girl's expense. This show is not, and that's what I, I debated, man, on doing this show, because I thought about it myself. I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm contributing by doing this show. But at the same time, like my girl Tony just got through saying, I just felt it. I just felt needed to expose that fact as much as I can that we are really looking at this thing wrong. Get the focus off Gabby, okay? Get the focus off the fact that uh, they're black women. They aren't black women are not out there talking about Gabby. Nobody's talking about her in that. Now, it's these. It's it's the negative attention she got from the media. Would you agree with that? You know, um, I would. I, I just think we we allow the media to make things big because once mm. again, what happens? This, this is just to sum it up a little bit. We watch a movie, we see the perception of it, we go out and do it. So once we go out and do it, um, once we go out and do it, now the media has something to go on. The media's not going to go back and say, "Oh, it's our fault that you're doing this." Now right. we're following behind the media. So. Right. When do we stop following behind the media? Right. Right. Well, and and uh, and thank you for the call. That is something that is grown since I, I I'm a seven I'm a sixties baby that grew up as a teen in the seventies, and I think that the the cell phones, the constant media contact, the Twitter. Um, I just feel like it's a bit much, and we're—I come out of a generation where uh, we didn't have this much. You know, had had Gabby been where she was in in the seventies, it wouldn't have been all of this because we didn't have the outlets to produce the media. So I guess I need to change that. It's not only the sources of media; it's the actual gadgets, in my opinion. That we have to uh, to carry this stuff on. So interesting call. Um, I, I, I thank you for calling, um, Mr. Motivator. Uh, I got to get you back on. We got some unfinished business to talk about, and I'm gonna take a very quick break. And when I come back, I'm gonna wrap this up, and we're gonna move on. I see the other people holding. I see 806. I see 334. I see 404. I'm going to get to you. Be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. We're going to soar. 
Right now, on the phone, and want to speak to Tony, press 1. If you're listening via Internet and want to call in, the number is 323-784-9638. And you're listening to SOAR. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. 
uh, to give you an explanation, we had some serious difficulties at the beginning of the show, which led me to uh, I didn't do nothing from about eight to eight, about eight till about nine fifteen. So I'm just getting back in. So I apologize to area code eight hundred six, area code four hundred four, area code seven hundred seven. I see all of you out there with your hands up. I promise you, I've jotted your numbers down. When you, when I have my next show, if you call back, I will definitely throw everything aside and get you on first. And you're welcome to come back. I normally don't revisit shows, but you're welcome to come back and make any comments that you feel necessary. Uh, I was going to talk about Serena with this crip wall thing at the Olympics. Um, it, it, and, and that just further, uh, and, I, and I'm going to wrap it up, but that just further backs off of what I was talking with uh, Mr. Motivator about. Um, the media, in, in, in this instance, <laughs> uh, social media took that event, took that little dance she did, and blew it out of proportion. Was it inappropriate? In my opinion, yeah. But it really didn't matter. We could have moved on with our lives. Uh, it was a victory dance she had. And she had three words to respond to it, which I think were powerful. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. So I think, you know, you can look back up and say uh, whatever you want about it, uh, crip walk, whatever you want to say. It was, she said it wasn't planned. It was just something she did, man. Look, the last time, you know, she's been there before. And to make a long story short, she hasn't been the most welcome person there. Uh, I think when the Queen, when she played in, with the Queen last time, they didn't put her on the court right in front of the Queen, which is really where she should have gone. They swapped it up. She was uh, she didn't play center court uh, at Wilmington. Wilmington, that's what it was. Wilmington, then Wilmington, and that was a big deal. Center court is a big deal, and it was an honor reserved for the best, the biggest stars. And that was a couple of years ago, and she visited, um, and the queen actually came for the first time in like 30-some years. And and Serena at the time was reigning Wimbledon championships. You know, she was the champion. And, you know, she had been practicing her curtsy in anticipation of playing, you know, in front of the queen at center court. That's a big deal. Well, they snubbed her. They put her in court, too and put one of the fashionable girls uh, that happened to be Caucasian to play in center court in front of the queen. And I know she felt slighted. So I'm not saying what she did was okay or, or, or was, you know, I'm not even saying she did it as a repay. But let's be serious. Um, it was blown out of proportion, way out of proportion. So I think that overall we have learned through the short time that I've been doing this show tonight because I've only had a minute or two. I, and the reason I'm having to end it early is because there are some technical difficulties looming that I'm going to have to straighten out. And it's not blog talk. It was my computer. But the most thing I want to bring out tonight is listen, people. And as I was saying earlier, there's good media and bad media. Don't get had. Bamboos led astray run amok by this crap. Like Motivator said, the girl is 16 years old. She won the gold medal. Let's focus on that. My show is not focusing on her and her hair. I'm talking about this crap we're digging up, allowing these people. We're attacking each other. You heard the stuff I read. We're attacking each other. Let's let it go. Move on with our lives. Keep 
smiling, man. Just move on. The stuff about the Jacksons. They're, they're tweeting their life all over the world. I can give you blow by blow from the tweet printout that they tweeted their whole life across Twitter's pages for everybody to see. That's unheard of. That's ridiculous. If, we, if they didn't have this gadget in their hand to tweet with, we wouldn't be doing it. They even videotaped from a security camera Janet trying to take the phone from Paris, Michael's daughter, from tweeting, Jermaine tweeting. Everybody's tweeting their personal life. Don't get fooled, people. Don't get pulled in. It's the demonic element behind it that I'm looking at. Jesus looked behind the storm at the demon. I'm looking behind this stuff at the demonic element. That's all I'm saying. Be alive. Be alert. Keep your head up. And remember, if the fat lady has sung, if the lights are out in the stadium, and if scoreboard says you've lost... The parking lot outside is empty, and the lights are off outside the stadium. But if God says that you have won, somehow, some way, the scoreboard is going to reflect it. It's got to. You be blessed. Keep soaring. We're going to make this up again. I apologize to everybody holding it. I didn't get to. I love you. Keep smiling. Oh, yeah.